This radio program is PG-13. Parents strongly caution some material may be inappropriate for children under the age of 13. Send me Jesus' mission was to comfort those who mourn, bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to captives, and open prison doors for those who are bound. For those who want more than status quo Christianity has to offer, Blazing Grace Radio begins now. And here is your host, Mike Janung. Hey, Mike Janung here, and welcome back to Blazing Grace Radio. Glad to have you along as usual. We're doing our part to fight for the hearts and souls of God's people. And today I'm going to begin this show by reading a press release that just came out from the Associated Press literally just a couple days ago. And this is on Christianity in England, where it says fewer than half the people in England and Wales consider them Christian today, themselves Christian today, according to the most recent census. The first time the country's official religion has been followed by a minority of the population. Bridges, Britain has become less religious in the decades since the last census. Figures from the 2021 census released Tuesday by the Office of National Statistics revealed. Some 46% of the population of England and Wales described themselves as Christian on the day of the 2021 census. This is down from 59% a decade earlier. That is a big drop. More than one in three people, 37%, said they had no religion. This is up from 25% in 2011. This is a big increase on the wrong side. So in Great Britain, they're afflicted with the same plague that we have here in the U.S., where the church is shriveling up slowly but surely, and losing its influence. And here to talk about this and other issues today is my friend Arwell Jones. Arwell is calling in from North Wales in the United Kingdom. Arwell, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Mike. It's great to be back with you again. Thanks. So when you hear me reading off that press release, what goes through your mind? Oh, yes, I'm, I'm aware of it. We, we have um, quite a lot of press activity over here in, in the UK about it, as you can imagine. And, um, yeah, it, it's um, we, we're, we're, we're definitely off, aren't we? You know, Jesus commissioned us to go and make disciples, you know, in, throughout the world. And uh, we, we, we're definitely not doing that. We're going backwards instead of forwards. And um, the, the thing that, that struck me when you dig a little bit. I've dug a little bit into the stats, and um, it, 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 the, it, it says that the number of people identifying as Christian dropped by 5.5 million over the past decade. So that's 5.5 million less who identify as Christian now compared to 10 years ago. And yet the population grew by only 3.5 million so there's a shortfall there of 2 million. 
um, as I read it, you know, that, that would have considered themselves to have been Christian 10 years ago and today don't share the same beliefs, don't have the same beliefs. So we're definitely losing ground and it's, it's, it's worrying, um, you know, and I think it's something that we need to, to wake up and, and start doing something about it and, and reversing the trend somehow. I know that you took a trip in October, um, a kind of a tour visiting some churches, and you had mentioned that you had seen some churches closing down there. Tell us what you saw. Yes, we, we did. Uh, we, we, we had a, a privilege to, to go around a number of the chapels and churches throughout Wales, and, and these are quite well-known chapels um, that were involved in the, in the Welsh Revival, um, some of them in, in the 1904 revival, some of them in the earlier revival when, when Methodism came to Wales. And it's so sad, you know, going around um, many of, of those churches that were open then have now closed their doors. Um, you know, some of them have been converted into, into dwellings, into houses. Um, some of them have, have just been demolished. And the, the ones that are still going... Um, it, they're, they're sad to see, you know, that, that there's a small bunch of loyal, faithful Christians, um, you, you know, just shining the light as best they can. Um, but over the decades, the, the numbers have, have dwindled, um, you know, down to, um, you know, almost, um, you know, single figures, uh, almost in some of them. And these are churches which held hundreds, literally, you know, some of them three and four hundred people uh, would crowd into these chapels on a Sunday um, to hear the Word of God, to um, to come before God and to, to repent and to pray and to, um, you know, to get closer to um, a life that they should be living. And, and today, uh, you know, we're down to a few dozen people in, in each of them, really, and, and it's so sad to see. And, uh, I've, I've been going around quite a lot of the uh, the churches myself um, to take some photographs and so on before the tour, and I met some of the, the, the people um, in them, and uh, I never forget what one guy said to me, what, the, the trend in, in the Welsh chapels has been going on for the last, I, I guess, 30 or 40 decades maybe, um, and the, the same... Thing now is happening to the mainstream churches too, and and that's something quite new I think over this last decade. Um, that the um, you know the established church, which is the Church of Wales or the Church of England, uh, depending on where you are in the UK, um, are now finding that they're having to, to close the doors on, on some of their churches uh, because the, the the congregation just isn't there. So, what is your take on? What's been lost? What what has happened? Yeah, I think we, we've we've gradually become um, de-Christianized over the over the decades, um, where the, the government has um, gradually um, taken Christianity out of um, much of society. Um, for example, the the schools. You know, when when I mean, I'm in my late fifties. And uh, when I went to school, primary school and secondary school, 
we we had um, assemblies in the morning and we'd sing hymns. We'd we'd hear um, a Christian message, um, you know, and uh, quite a lot of the, um, the 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 work that was done by the schools was, was um, uh, not not governed, but it was uh, kind of uh, it reflected um, Christian values. But nowadays, um, it, it's totally different. Um, there's, there's none of that Christian influence, um, you know, getting into our schools. So if our children are growing up and not knowing about uh, Christ um, and the Bible and Bible stories, they, they have no knowledge. They're, they're not taught in this. Um, it's no wonder that when they come to adulthood, and they can fill in the census form for the first time, maybe, um, they don't relate to um, any kind of religion at all. Mm. <clears throat> I'm going to read uh, another headline from an article that came out in July of this year. It says that number of Brits addicted to porn has soared with 60,000 seeking help online last year. And it says that is nearly double the previous year's total of just over 30,000. And as we talk about often, the porn epidemic in the church continues to explode. It's not decreasing, it's increasing. And do you think these two issues of the church decreasing and maybe not talking about these issues and the explosion of pornography and sexual sin are connected in any way. Mm. It, it, it makes you think that, doesn't it, really? You know? I mean, I, I don't believe in coincidences. And um, you can make a, a quite a strong correlation between the decline in Christianity um, in, um, in, in the UK, um, together with, with the decline in, in, in moral standards. Um, you know, there's got to be a correlation between the two, hasn't there? Mm-hmm. Well, when you and I met in October over dinner, um, <laughs> we were both talking about we kind of see the same things in our own country where here in the U.S. we've been shopping churches for a while and you don't hear topics like spiritual warfare or the occult or hell or sin and certainly not sex or pornography Mentioned very often. What do you see there? Yeah, not 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 at all. It's um, it's a taboo subject, and um, I think um, you know. I, I mean, I can only speak about the, the churches that I've I've been to myself personally. Of course, you know, I I, I don't know what happens in other churches, um, but it it seems that the message is um, the 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 focus is on presenting a, a, a nice message. Everything's, you know, I, I've come up with this, well, I haven't come up with the phrase, but the, the phrase, it's all good, and, you know, it's all good under the hood um, comes to mind. Um, and it's far from true. And um, one of the things, as we were going going around these um, chapels and churches, we, we had this um, sense, really, that the, the church for, for so long has, has had on this cloak of respectability. And, you know, we, we, we have a pretense that everything's okay, everything's good, we're all good. Um, you know, we don't have any problems here. 
Um, and, and that's the message, I think, that the outside world has of us. Well, they know we're, we're, we're you know, <laughs> that's certainly not true. Mm. We've got the same amount of problems, if not more problems, than <laughs> those that don't go to church. Um, you know, we're probably not as um, um, as honest about it, I, I, I guess, and, and that's sad. So the question I always kind of go back to is, are we giving people a faith worth giving everything for? Because if, if you keep feeding them ice cream, um, mm. eventually they're going to go somewhere else looking for some meat. What's your take? Yeah. Yes, yes. I, I think that there's, there's two sides to it. I think, um, you know, many a time the, the congregation has got used to what, what they've been given and... Uh, not to sleep. Uh, I think there's, there's that aspect to it. So we're, we're not sort of, um, you, you know, asking for, for, for the meat anymore. We're quite happy with, with uh, you know, with the milk. And I think, uh, you, know, you know, is it Paul that writes about this? You know, that we should, yes, we should crave spiritual milk, but there comes a time when, actually, I've grown some teeth now. <laughs> you know, I want some real meat in my um, Christian walk, please. You know, um, in in, um, in our church, we, we have uh, Alpha. I don't know if you've heard of Alpha, but it's like an introduction to Christianity um, that's supposed to um, be to, um, for people who are non-Christian to come in and find out a little bit more about the Christian faith. And we have people that have been doing this Alpha course year after year for the past six or seven years. And I'm thinking, well, that's just milk. You know, I don't want milk anymore. I want some meat. <laughs> so I think the side of it, you know, that people are not, um, um, you know, looking for, for something more substantial. Um, and I think there's this culture as well of um, trying to make church more attractive um, because, you know, those that lead the churches are well aware of the statistics and are, are trying what they think they should be doing to make the church attractive to outsiders. Um, and, and, you know, that that's you know, probably not, not the way to go about it. Mm. Well, yeah, I think of John 6, where um, when the crowds got big, Jesus thinned them out and and um, when he was talking about drinking my blood and eating my flesh, and then a lot of people, even who were walking with him, turned away. And, and those are some pretty hard words there, but he didn't seem to really, well, he didn't seem at all to chase after lukewarm people. He seemed to go after those who either who were lost or really yeah. wanted to go hard after him. Yeah, absolutely. And you have that in Revelations as well, don't you? You know, where you have the... Um the lukewarm church, and uh, what, what does Jesus do? He, he, he spits them out. And I'm thinking, oh, my Lord, you know, when I get to meet you in heaven, I don't want you to spit me out of your mouth, yeah. Lord. And, you know, I don't want to be lukewarm. I want to be on fire, you know, and I'm going to keep the fire going and keep the fire blazing and, and do what I can and encourage others, you know, to, to, to be likewise. Yeah. So on that note, let's talk a little bit about um, sparking that fire. So you participate in our our Wednesday Zoom prayer meeting. 
Talk about that and what you see happening. Oh, well, that, that is such a, um, a, a blessing. Um, I, I think all of us on that call, and some of us have been on that call now weekly for um, over 12 months, I believe. And for, for, for us, it, it's an important part of the week. It, it's such an important part of the week. Um, it's so different to what we've experienced in the past in that it, it's an honest forum. We, we come with our, um, what's the word, with our hearts open, certainly, but with, with an honesty um, that, you know, we don't often find in church. You know, you ask somebody in church, oh, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm okay, thank you very much, how are you? Yeah, I'm okay too. Actually, we're not. We're far from it. And on this Wednesday uh, prayer call, you know, many of us have, have come with issues that we've struggled with this week. And we've been able to share those in a in a safe uh, environment, you know, where we're not going to be judged. Um, you, you know, we're not going to be um, uh, thought of any less, um, but we're going to be encouraged. We're going to be supported. Um, we're going to pray for each other. And, you know, that is such a, a, a strength for us to, to hold on to, really. And uh, I, I just wish more people would, would come on it and, and, and see what they're missing, because <laughs> they're certainly missing out on something that's, that's unique and, um, and so valuable. And so for those of you who are listening, what he's talking about here is a Zoom prayer meeting we have, and it's open to everyone from any country as long as you speak English and so many people from North America, from the United Kingdom, and from Europe who are participating. And there's no charge. But prayer is critical for your Christian walk. And being connected to other believers is critical in your Christian walk. And I believe the prayer meaning alone is something that is lacking. And it's one reason why we're seeing some people fall off. Because there's no prayer, there's no power. And when you have a prayer meeting of broken people sharing the struggles, that's when the Holy Spirit that can tend to really show up and you experience His presence. Is that what you've seen, Arlo? Absolutely, absolutely. And um, you, you know, when you when you come to Christ, and, and we're there to pray, we're, we're there with, and Christ is with us, and we're, we're coming with repentant hearts. You know, we're dealing with with issues that we've we've had in 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 our lives, and you know, when you come to Christ with a repentant heart, and you know He's faithful, um, you know, and He is just, and He will forgive you, and uh, you know, your your, your fellow uh, brothers and sisters will will support you. At least that's the way it's meant to be. And so often in in uh, churches. You know, you hear of, of uh, people who have been uh, condemned, you know, and ostracized because they, they've, you know, opened up about some issue that they've had, you know, and, that, and that's been my experience, unfortunately. Um, but that's not the way it should be, you know. Like you say, we need that that um, companionship. We need that um, um, brotherhood, if you if you like, um, where we can you know, come together um, as equals, you know, open and honest about uh, how life is for us and the struggles that we have. And we pray for each other. 
And boy, yes, we, we've we've seen the Holy Spirit, you know, moving us, and you know, the the, the you know, lifting us, and uh, you know, changing um, the atmosphere um, around us. We, we, we've seen that happening, and it's absolutely wonderful. Now let's talk about your Thursday group. So Arwell leads two other groups on Thursdays. One is for men who are struggling with porn or any lust or sexual issues. That's an open accountability and support and prayer group. And again, this is for anyone in the U.S. This is for anyone in U.K., in Europe, as long as you speak English. There's no cost. So talk about that for a little bit, Arwell. Yes, that, that's um, that, that's a, a, a really useful forum um, for people to, to openly discuss their um, their issues. And uh, you know, a couple of guys on there have said, "Well, you know, I get far more from this than I do from going to church every Sunday." You know, th- this is my, um, you know, this is where I come to um, for the real support. Um, you know, this is where it happens. It doesn't happen in church. Um, and I've learned, you know, one of, the, one of the guys said, I've learned more from coming here over the last few Thursdays, you know, soon after we started, um, than I have from be going, going to church for, for the month. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's practical. You know, we've all been through stuff, you know. And many of us have, have got through that stuff um, with Christ. You know, by digging into um, the uh, into scripture, by um, you know crying out to God, by you know spending time with, with with God and asking the Holy Spirit to work in our lives, and you know just listening out for um, you know Him to, to help us and to guide us, and and we're able to you know encourage others, um, you know along those lines. And, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's made a huge difference to the, to the guys that have been on it. And I forget, what time does that, do you start that group? Uh, it's 6 o'clock UK time. So depending on where we are in the U.S., that could be anywhere between, I don't know, 10 a.m. and noon or something like that uh-huh. in the U.S. So, <clears throat> again, yeah. if you're listening and, you, and you're a man and you need a support group, there's no cost, and you're listening yeah. to Arwell, and his heart is for the sexually broken. Please give us a shout. Um, the contact information is at the end of the broadcast. Yeah, and it and it's non non judgmental. Um, you know, we don't judge anybody. Um, we we can't. <laughs> We've done so many things wrong ourselves. We don't judge anybody. Uh, it's confidential. Um, you know, it, it's over Zoom, so, you know, most of the guys are happy to have their video on. Um, but you don't have to, you know, especially if you come for the first time and you want to, you know, just um, test the waters. Mm. Uh, but we're not there to judge, we're there to, to help and to guide and, and to share the, the struggles we've had. Because, you know, whatever your specific issues are, there are so many similarities that, that, that cross over between us all, um, you know, and uh, that, that's invaluable, you know, to know that somebody else is going through something remotely similar to what you've gone through and has, and has come through it and is able to give you advice about that, that you know, you, you won't find that um, elsewhere. Mm. Um, it's invaluable. 
Arwell, 30 seconds left. Anything you want to say to our listeners? I think if you're struggling with, with any of these issues, then, um, you know, don't leave it. You know, get in touch. Um, come and just dip your toes in the water. See what we're about. Um, and I'm sure you'll find that, that you, you find it comfortable and, and, and helpful to, um, uh, you know, to come and join us. All right. Arwell, my friend, I really appreciate it. Thank you for calling in from North Wales. You're very welcome. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, and thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time. Do you want to be free? Blazing Grace is a nonprofit international ministry for the sexually broken and the spouse. Please visit us at blazinggrace.org for information on Mike Janung's books, groups, counseling, or to have Mike speak at your organization. You can email us at email at blazinggrace.org or call our office in Chandler, Arizona at 719-888-5144. Again, visit us at blazinggrace.org. Email us at email at blazinggrace.org or call the office at 719-888-5144.